right, welcome back. Daz, Whiskey Cave. How you guys doing? Peter, what's up, man? Hey, man. Welcome <laughs> back, everybody. Thanks for being here. All right. So, uh, it's been a little bit. We got some social medias up. Uh, make sure you guys go and check us out. Follow, subscribe, like, whatever you have to do on those things. Everything is Dad's Whiskey Cave. If you want to email us, dadswhiskeycave at gmail.com. Uh, Dad's Whiskey Cave does have that E in the middle. We talked about that last episode. So, uh, make sure you have that E, K-E-Y at the end, okay? So, Dad's Whiskey Cave, everything Dad's Whiskey Cave, all right? Yeah, how was your week, man? Man, uh, so last week, I think I said I had a crazy week because I was getting ready to start my new job at the hospital. Oh, yeah. And this week, I started it, and it was uh, crazier than last week. <laughs> so, I'm just getting trained up. Um, we talked about last week, a lot of policies protocols with a hospital and just the amount of information and the amount of uh, competencies that they put you through in the first week is insane. We rely on you guys. Yeah. And then, um, uh, just as a little insider thing, like a lot of, a lot of surgeries happen on the same day. So a lot of surgeons like to schedule surgeries on the same day. They'll do like multiple surgeries all at once, right? So they'll they'll schedule surgery every hour. Surgery bonanza. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because they have, they have these, um, you know, they go to one hospital one day, they go might go to another hospital another day. So our day is Thursday where the surgeons come in and do all the orthos, knees, hips, shoulders, spines, all that stuff. And so normally you might have, you know, four to five surgeries with a surgeon or whatever. Yeah. But we had 11 Okay. And so today we had 17 new evals that we had to do. So I'm, I'm a therapist, so we have to do like a evaluations for these people. So they had their surgery on Thursday. We come in on Friday, do the, do the evaluations to make sure that they're okay to go home. Oh, okay. Right? So that makes sense. this was my first week and it was my first time doing that. And I had not treated a patient. I just been doing competencies and training uh, and all this stuff. And they were like, well, sorry, Pete, um, this should happen and yeah, we're yeah. going to throw you in. So, and so they threw me in and today was just nuts, right man. to the fire. Yeah, right right like, to the you, fire. You got a good resume, man. You all right. Come yeah, on. no, I've been doing a long time. <laughs> I just never worked in that setting before and I've never had to, you know, it's my first week. I don't know where the bathrooms you. are. I, I don't you. know where, yeah. you know, I don't, they half of my work. logins don't work yet on the computer. <laughs> so it's, uh, the shit, everything just took longer than it normally yeah, does. Big, but big place. You're just like, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. yet, but you're, you're learning. And it's a, well, that's a good learning experience. It sounds like. The, uh, uh, first it was week, definitely like, a good learning experience. Like, and oh, it was very cool. dynamic and it was fun. Uh, I felt like I was a professional therapist again, there as opposed to my previous setting. So got it, got it. that was really, really cool. And the team is super supportive. Um, I can't say what hospital I work for, but it's an, it's a, a wonderful, wonderful local hospital. And I'm really happy to be a part of it. So, uh, so I had a crazy week, ended the week really, really busy, but on a positive note, I almost, almost didn't want to do this podcast tonight. Cause I was Literally falling asleep when you guys walked in the door, but uh, feeling now he's going to have some whiskey and have some drinks with us. And when I say us, uh, we do have a special guest today. Uh, His name is Gabriel. We call him Gabby for short, and that's G A B Y for anybody that wants to know how to spell it. Uh, What's up, Gabriel? I'm good, man. Thanks for guys having me, man. I'm excited to be here. Of course. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, welcome to the cave, man. Man, we've been so. talking about doing a podcast, and I'm so proud of you guys for just jumping off and getting it done, man. Just, uh, we're it's trying awesome. to do some things, man. It's 2024. Absolutely. Get stuff done, man. You know, Absolutely. got a couple of different goals. That's one thing we didn't talk about either was uh, New Year's resolutions, and we'll save that for another episode. But even though we're, damn, at the tail end of January here, uh, that might be a good episode to talk about resolutions and to see 
if there's anything that we've uh, kind of fallen off already on, even though it's uh, 26 days into January. Yeah. So maybe we'll yeah. save that for another episode. I was going to try and masturbate every single day of this year. Successful? Already, yeah. Well, no, you're I've doing already, like two times a day already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. Ahead of I've already messed up several <laughs> so, times a day. Over the, the limit that a normal man should be at. Right. But that's okay, that's man. Right. You know, like, whatever it's your just, pleasure, brother. Whatever your pleasure. Uh, Gabriel, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, tell us about yourself, whatever you want to talk about, and then uh, we'll go from there. Absolutely. Uh, Gabriel, uh, 39, going to be 40 in uh, April coming up. Oh, it's coming for him. Uh, yeah. We're all going to Vegas. You know, <laughs> For those of us who are in the know, we're going to be in Vegas celebrating that and uh, Cinco de Mayo weekend. So that'll be fun. Yeah, come on out. Anybody in yeah, Vegas? Yeah, come on look out. Us, look Try us up. Try to find us. Instagram us. This is, uh, Dad's Whiskey Cave. Come find Cinco us. Cinco de right. Mayo weekend. Do, hey, we're going to do an episode from Vegas yeah. that weekend. Oh, that's too, a great right? idea. We're absolutely going to do That might it. work and we'll be yeah. super twisted. Yeah. Oh, we'll, my God. I'll be on Vegas. mushrooms for sure. If, if we can get Peter away from the craps table, which is... No, yeah. Yeah, that's tough uh, like to do. That, that might be a me and Tony only. Just episode. hide my yeah, money, like I lost it already. That's right. And yeah, because they be won't fine. let us. They won't let us record anything by the by the tables. I'm sure they don't even let yeah. us film. Right? They do sometimes. So there's a, <laughs> there's actually a lot of YouTube channels. Uh, you just have to. So a lot of them are like off the strip casinos uh, okay. or either downtown or something like that. And then some of them will let you do like a short video just on the table uh, as long okay. as you don't you know you can't. Uh, video the dealers the, the lower security player. places probably yeah. Just, yeah yeah they're probably like but like there are definitely okay. downtown casinos or off the strip casinos that will let you record okay something to think about hey. and anything like a slot machine you can record pretty much at your leisure Dang. there are certain ones on the strip that have rules where you can't even record a slot machine play but most of them as long as you're just getting the slot game yeah and not any other players you're good to go okay well that's something to think about it's four months from now so we the, the podcast might might grow a little bit we hope that it grows we should be having video up by then and it'd be great to do something like that in yeah Vegas. so we'll see but Sorry, anyway, back, back no and if the audience is wondering why peter knows so much about trying to <laughs> podcast or video while gambling that was a prior iteration of our discussions That's of, right. yeah. of, of right. uh, what we might do online, and it and never came to fruition. Yeah. But I, before I introduce myself more, I guess I just want to give you guys, again, kudos for just getting it started. You know, we're all getting older. Life keeps passing us by, and I agree with your guys' sentiment that you just got to just start the motherfucker, man. Yeah, thank and you, then, man. And then you build it from there. See, that's that. That's that's, that's awesome. that forty-year-old creeping up on him. He's yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, he's starting to. Now feel y'all it. old men here. Yeah, yeah. I'm still young, but y'all old men <laughs> yeah. got no time left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're so, north of it. You're south of it. Yeah, but for sure. uh, I, I will say it is. It you're right, man. Because we do these podcasts after we put our kids down to bed. You know, so oh, of course we're responsible. Parents. Sometimes it's on like a weeknight where we worked all day, we dealt with the kids, dealt with spouses or, or whatever our situation is. And then we put the kids down and we'll get together. And the last thing I want to do is be social sometimes. <laughs> but once these guys get going and me and Tony start, start rapping, it is so much fun. And I just love doing it with you guys. So oh, yeah. Well, Same I can here. believe that Tony rapping would be fun. You, Peter, I don't know. <laughs> Rapping, but, I have no rap skills. Don't let me start freestyling right start, here. No, let me start so, let's, let's get, let's get some show. of this whiskey down start before seeing, we do that. Start seeing people log off. So that's yeah, right. So anyway, but tell anyway, us. so so yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'm a dad, of course. That's why we're in the whiskey dad cave. Um, I'm a dad. You're the to, most dad dad that we've yeah, had on the podcast yeah. yet. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm like Uber dad, or how do you say Uber <laughs> in Espanol? I don't know, but um, you know, I got six kids total, uh, three biological. Um, I'm um, you know on my second marriage. I've got uh, one beautiful, beautiful little girl uh, who's 11 for my first marriage. She's the, uh, a very sweet little girl. Um, I've got 
um, two uh, beautiful, gorgeous, well-behaved, beautiful kids um, from my current marriage. Um, and they're three and six. And then I've got three stepchildren who are also beautiful in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got one uh, stepson who is going to be 18 here in about a week. Um, you know, he's a pain in the ass, uh, to say the least, <laughs> but you know, he's been trying real hard over the last couple of weeks to, to be, uh, be, make a change and, and hopefully he's going to stick to that path. And then I got two stepdaughters who are really lovely. You know, um, they, I got a seven, almost a oh, 16 year old, uh, and a almost 14 year old, you go. a very, very different and unique and, um, you know, really enjoying being, being their father figure and their dad. Yeah. So he has and, a, uh, a you know, staying bag. busy, man. Yeah, yeah mixed but, bag of And what do you do for on? a living, Gabriel? <laughs> I'm an attorney. I, uh, nothing, nothing too exciting. I draft trusts and wills and do like, uh, you know, advanced tax planning. Murder for, defendant for or something people like that? with no? a bunch yeah. of wills. Okay. <laughs> uh, people with a bunch of money. I, I help them save money. So there you go. That's what it Weren't is. you Jeffrey Epstein's lawyer? I, I think you were. <laughs> I was. You were defending I helped, him, right? I helped put the island in an LLC to protect oh, nice. him from yeah, liability. Yeah, yeah. yeah it good. didn't work too good. But, um, you know, the whole list came out, but it's okay. <laughs> The whole, the I heard Peter was on that list too, but nobody really gave a shit, you know, amongst all the He's celebrities at the know. bottom they just yeah. didn't, or at the top. One or the other. <laughs> this is going to sound gross. I wish I had gone to that island. That sounds like fun. <laughs> I mean, not, weird. not the kid fucking, but like just, all the other shit that they did. That sounds just fun. to be a fly on the wall and be like, damn, this is going down over Hell here. Yeah. Put my phone out. They had to have some 18 year olds. Look on that at the island, fucking right? names on that list, bro. Tom Hanks and shit like that sounds like a good time. No, Tom Hanks wasn't on the list. Tom Hanks was on oh, the list. Oh yeah. no, that's my dude. That that's, Denzel yeah. wasn't on the list, no, I don't right? Think Denzel was on there. Denzel Better not put Denzel that, on man. that list, man. Wasn't too many brothers. I'm brothers just gonna on say there. everybody was on the list, dude. They said, Chris uh, Tucker Chris was Tucker on the list. Was on the list. Yeah. Wasn't too many brothers on there, but Chris Tucker was on the list. Uh, I don't. I have to get the rest of the list. But was Jamie Foxx on it? I think I think I heard Jamie oh, Foxx. Maybe there were tons of women on the list. I mean, obviously they're not. Yeah. I mean, maybe they're fucking young dudes. I don't know, but yeah. there's tons of women on the list. They, I don't know, man. But it's probably a lot. And again, I'm not well versed. Our wives on aren't fucking so young dudes. There's probably a lot going that. on that island. As, <laughs> not as anymore. Opposed, as not anymore. To just hooking up with kids. I'm sure there was a lot of shit going on on that island. I'm assuming. I don't know. Hey, but uh, what do you invite, know, Tony? What do you know? It would have been nice, and I would have said, "Hey, man, let's go see what's going on now." If I got the money to be there, hopefully I got. If I see some some crazy stuff going on, I guess I got enough money to get up out of there too, right? Bro, so, let me. I, yeah, I don't but know. think about that. If you get invited and you're like, "Oh, this is shit," this rich dude invited me to this That's private what I'm island. Saying. A yeah. millionaire you show up and see crazy shit, everybody. and then you leave. You're still on the motherfucking list, dude. Remember, remember <laughs> what was that rave? That's fucked yeah. up. I you went, didn't even right? do nothing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? bro. A millionaire is like, "Hey, I got a private jet that goes to my private." island where we have private parties with the most famous people in the world mm-hmm. you want to go nah man i don't know there might be some kids there <laughs> yeah people, who thinks there's kid fucking going you know, and on and if you dude, see kids if you see younger people they're like <laughs> oh that's some famous senator's daughter or something i don't know you yeah. know like i have no idea you could easily be there and this really does sound like i was there and i'm defending myself right now <laughs> yeah. so i'm just gonna stop her <laughs> i'm gonna like, stop saying that but yeah who would say no to that right who would yeah. say who would be like nah yeah. man i'm cool i'm gonna stay at home and live my regular lifestyle with my kids and just chill man i don't want i don't want to have that nonsense going off for the weekend of course you're gonna take that opportunity yeah. unless you know somebody obviously some of the people that are on the list are big famous people right they so probably they, were they, in the know yeah they live yeah. that lifestyle but if yeah. somebody random oh, that's like, a good point. I didn't think about like that. you or yeah. me 
They call us up. I'm going to go, man, that's a big, all right, yeah, let's go check it out. Let's see what's going on. That's a big difference from my lifestyle. Let me just, I just want to see what's happening. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't want to get involved in nothing crazy, but I'm just thinking we're just going on vacation. I'm, uh, I'm trying to go, go chill with, with Chris wigs, Tucker. You chill know, with Chris Tucker. I'll be Jackie Joe. Chan with him. Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks. I did not think we were going to open this episode with pedophilia and yeah. Jeffrey Epstein jokes. Welcome to the cave. Yeah. We talk about everything you know, in here. It so, is what it is. But Gabby, uh, going back to Gabriel, we, uh, yeah, he, he brings a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all different ages of children, uh, being a stepfather as well, which uh, me and Peter don't have that experience. Um, you know, just a lot of different things. So it's great to have you on the show, brother. Uh, we appreciate you coming, coming by. Absolutely. So right now, let's uh, get into this whiskey a little bit. I'll let Peter do the uh, introduction on the whiskey that we're trying today. And I'm going to try to pop the bottle because I'm going to see if I can get that nice, crisp sound coming out. Yeah, I've been fucking it up, man. Yeah, I'm really, I've been letting us, everybody down. That's uh, what you don't said. know how to pop that, that thing. bottle, yet, the bottle today is from Tony. Tony uh, uh, provided the bottle for us Yeah, today. it's from Costco. And it was about $28, I, w- I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So this one's called Old Elk. It's a blended straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Uh, there are two elks standing on their hind hooves fucking a whiskey barrel from either side, it looks like. That's what's on the fucking label. Didn't even look at that. Yeah. Uh, that's literally. And then it says <laughs> USA above it, right above it. So USA. USA. Two elks. Old fucking. Elk is what you named your dick, right, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's interesting coincidence. No, it just smells the same. Put it in a barrel. <laughs> yeah. Put it in a <laughs> barrel. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. It's 44% alcohol by volume. Uh, say where it's from. Does it, it say Kentucky? Uh, Colorado. Colorado. Colorado, actually. And All on right. the back, it says that women should not drink alcoholic beverages. At so, all? Yeah. At, uh, Doesn't say pregnant women? Oh, yeah. During pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. We I mean, might reevaluate for a minute. You I was, know? I was say, like, God, dude, damn, these fucking elks got it right, bro. Oh, these women should not drink alcohol. Sit there. And these elks are some fucking magas. Wash the dishes. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do something. These female <laughs> elks got it bad, But you ain't bro. drinking with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I almost opened it by mistake. Here. All right, Tony, like, I'm going to pass the bottle off. Or something crazy like that. All right. And pass I actually, I already have some whiskey, so I got to down mine a little bit. All right. So we're going to see if I can get a nice little sound out of this out of this old elk here. So here we go. Best sound in the world. Let's see. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was, pretty, that was good. pretty good. All right, old elk, you're starting I off. I am going right. to auditorily masturbate to that women, sound later. Apparently, I'm just joking. Pregnant women don't drink. Pregnant women. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna pour a little bit. Uh, would you guys like it on the rocks? Would you like it with uh, neat? I rocks, like to please. try neat first, okay. and then I'll. I got like half a rock in there, so I'm just gonna have it like that. I'll do yours over the rocks there, sir. Thank oh. you. You and guys then, that do it neat, I don't know. I can't do warm alcohol. It never tastes good to this me. This is never your thing, yeah, huh? Can't do it. I, I like cool. everything on ice, but uh, to get the flavors and whatever Thank else you we need to get, um, I don't mind trying it neat, but would I ever order a drink neat? Probably not. It's usually going to be on the rocks or it's going to be uh, cut with a very, very small splash of something. I used to be, when I first got into drinking, uh, you know, darkers liquors or things like that i always wanted to cut it with something uh have like a you know a soda or something like that and a lot of it like 50 50 now it's like eh, a little splash of ginger ale a little splash of coke just to give it something but now i can drink it on the rocks no problem either. So, well what i like okay. about it is it's such a different scent and, and flavor profile yeah when you drink it neat and that you can try it because you don't need a lot right half a finger is enough right you can try it neat Get the flavor, get, and then you put the rocks on it or cut it with a little bit of soda water or a little bit of cool water or whatever, soda, whatever you want. Right. And the flavor is completely different. I mean, yeah, the scent and the flavor is completely yeah. different. So I kind of like that, you know, and you I can, like, I've had, I've had whiskeys that I like neat and yeah. I don't like on the rocks or vice versa. 
Yeah, it's, you know? it's, it's, it has a strong smell to it. That doesn't mean that's what it tastes like, but it has a strong, very distinct, good smell, but it's strong. So cheers, fellas. Again, welcome to the cave. Cheers. Peter, always a pleasure to see you, buddy. Tony, thanks for, thanks thanks try for uh, quick, running uh, this cave for us, brother. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not mad at my first two drinks. Yeah, yeah not, not bad. That's actually smoother it's than a, the last smooth... couple that we've had. So for the price point of 28 bucks that's at Costco, smooth so far. I don't mind it. But whiskey's change sometimes too, so you got to go through. Well, that's what happened when we had the monkey shoulder. Me yeah. and Peter both liked it early on, and you that was a couple episodes at least ago. a glass. The first sip, really then know. we got down to the bottom of the glass. I said, "Oh, this is way different." Oh, mon- it was monkey shoulder is some of the worst, man. So this it's, one, yeah. this one isn't. I don't obviously I don't love it, love it, love it, but I definitely don't hate it. It's right you know, middle of the road for me, and uh, you know, what do you think? I'm gonna say let's wait to rate it until we try it both ways. Get a glass or two in. I think All right, that's and right. then we'll rate it because okay. right off the bat, I don't like it. All right, uh, I'm not really sure what it is. <laughs> it's whiskey, you know. I'm sitting here staring <laughs> at it, but like I don't it's know an alcoholic beverage. You're like I what, don't what know why about... when I taste it, I was like, ah, like, I don't, I'm not I don't know it. if I really like this. You mm. know what I think it is, Pete? Is it, it doesn't have it's it's smooth. It doesn't have a really bad like kick to it, but it doesn't really have much flavor to it either. It just That's tastes true, yeah. like smooth alcohol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Plus, also, at the same time, we, we'll have to let you guys know that we had old fashions like what, 20 minutes before we started the show. Yeah. It's true. So that has a lot of really good flavor to it, yeah. right? Yeah. Whoever made those, very good job. And it's, um, yeah, going from that to something like this, your taste buds are probably going to look uh, feel a little bit different, too. So This doesn't taste like whiskey to me. Okay. It, I don't, I'm not really sure what it tastes like, but it's not <laughs> like whiskey. It's not a whiskey. All right. It's bourbon whiskey, so all good. Well, uh, since you brought it up, Tony, you yeah. know, I had made those old fashions for us coming in, and I might as well give a free plug here to this company. Sure. Because uh, maybe they'll they'll sponsor us one day. Come we'll on see. with a sponsor. But, uh, you know, so what it, what I did was I took some Woodford, um, you know, just standard Woodford. Everybody knows about Woodford uh, Reserve. And I, I found online, just through some research, this old-fashioned cocktail syrup mix and it's from the company Strong Water, um, American company. Um, not expensive. I, if I remember right, it's somewhere in the $20 a bottle range. It makes about 34 cocktails, they say. That does? That, yeah. Just yeah, a little bit, Because right? you only put, it's only for two ounces of, of whiskey, you put only a quarter ounce oh, okay. uh, of, uh, no, for two ounces of whiskey, you put a half an ounce of, of this syrup and it tastes just makes a great old fashioned every time. Yeah, it and was so, really good. Yeah, it was good. I've tried a couple brands, and this one I think I like the best. This is my first time trying this one, but it's really simple. You pour the whiskey, you put that in there. You can garnish it with your with your um, uh, peel of the orange and, and yeah. the cherry if you like it. It's and, great. And the name of it again is Strong. So it's the company Strong Water Old Fashioned Cocktail water. Syrup. All right, free free. Uh, mm-hmm. Free plug right there. So like old fashioned. Tag them, bro. Let's yeah, tag them. We'll, we'll tag yeah. them. We'll put the bo- uh, picture Absolutely. of the bottle up as well, uh, along with the uh, old elk. So, so uh, Tony, if you don't mind, I, I, yeah. so I, I always like to. I feel like Gabby is both our friends, uh, but for some reason, I feel like he's my guest. I don't know why, <laughs> uh, but only because don't let him, don't let him do that to you, Tony. Guy, take over. Stop talking to my friend. Stop talking to my friend. Tony was a best man in my wedding too, Peter. It was my guest. Yeah, I was second in line, but it's okay. Or third. I I mean, Tony did not want you here today. I'm just going to say that he was like, "Mm, maybe next week. 
All right, I'm not, I won't that, be that, in Vegas anymore, guys. So, uh, yeah, just yeah. check me out. I'll be doing a podcast by myself. That's why Tony gave me this busted-ass mic I got. I got <laughs> they got the nice mics, I got and I got the busted-ass mic. mic. It's all good. Uh, but I want to do a little bit more of an intro like I did with Chris last week. Uh, Gabby and I have been friends since we since I was five, five years old. Gabby's a little bit younger than me. Just a little bit. That's crazy. It's two and a half years. Uh, Gabby's older brother is... Hanging out uh, with little kids, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hanging Epstein, out with three-year-olds. Epstein's Island, that bro. Epstein he's, again. He's like five-year-old hanging out with the three-year-olds. Gabby's, uh, Gabby's older brother is my age, and um, Gabriel was always very gifted at sports and athletics, and so he would always play up on his older brother and my uh, team, basketball, soccer, tennis, track, whatever it was, he was always playing up uh, several years, and so... Uh, as we got older, um, Steve had other uh, – Gabby's brother Steve had other interests, art and uh, drama and a couple other things. And Gabby's interests kind of aligned with mine. And so we just became more natural friends drinking. that way. Drinking, drinking five, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, became more natural friends. And um, we've been uh, best friends since uh, since five, six, seven. Um, and then we started to grow up and – Gabby went to the wrong high school. He went to the magnet school here in town, and but he bust over <laughs> to play basketball. My at, freshman year, I did right, that at our high know? school. That's right. And then See, um, I, I didn't even know that information. Yeah, he went to. I thought you played. I thought you went and played it. No, he went to the magnet school. school. He went to Santa Susana. Oh, so you just played. Yeah, Is it was it called a magnet school? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they allowed that. So you could just, if you want to play sports, they didn't you have sports play. for those of no, you. I, do, they still don't. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I didn't know that they would allow a student that goes there to be. Balling at another school. You could know. actually pick which school you want to go to, Royal or Simi. Right. I understand that. Yeah. But I thought once you pick, it's like you got to do whatever's here. If you're in an art magnet school, you got to be in drama. You got to be in art. You can't go no. over there and play ball. What's wrong with it? No. No, uh, okay. I think That's I may cool. have been the only one doing it. You know, I think you're Maybe right. For knew. those of us who don't know Simi high school, high schools, uh, Simi high or Simi Valley high schools. Yeah. Santa Susana is a relatively new high school. That didn't have any sports program. It was really made to be a drama yeah, and performing doesn't. arts as as school. But, you know, I was probably the third year that it was opened. I, I showed up at the school and um, it was right next to my house. So I went there, but I was a big sports guy. So, of course, they let me choose if I could go to Royal or Simi, whichever I want. Of course, I picked Simi High and played sports there. But, you know, I don't remember anybody else doing that while yeah. I was there. That's cool. I just, um, I've never heard of that. That's really yeah. cool, though. That's great that they allow that. Yeah, well, we had to take a public bus. Look at that. Uh, like a city bus mm-hmm. over to practice every day. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But mostly drama kids and dedication. You know, one of our, our mutual friend, uh, Ryan Clark, went there when I went there. Yeah. He was a year ahead of me. Okay. Um, but, you know, I don't think he played yeah. any sports. Well, but not here, athletic. Schools. Not yeah. athletic. So that's why he went to that school. Yeah. Shout yeah, out so, to you, Ryan. So, Gabby, uh, Gabby, me and Tony all went to high school around the same time. And then Gabriel went to uh, Pepperdine University and met his first wife there. Uh, which didn't work out, unfortunately. And then he went to uh, law school at USC, my alma mater. There you go. And uh, Gabby was uh, one of my co-best men at my wedding, and I was a uh, best man at his wedding. And so um, lifelong friendship and um, lifelong love story. And uh, he's also in love with whiskey, just like us. So that's why we want to have him on pod, and he's going to be a frequent uh, contributor uh, here on the Whiskey Cave. So Glad go. to have Absolutely. you, buddy. Thank yeah. you. 
We're always talking about these Trojans up in here, I guess. It's, 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 uh, Peter and our last couple guests have been USC guys. Well, so, not all of us right. can freeze our ass I'll off in Ohio. I'll let you know. Bro. So yeah. I went to the Ohio State yeah. uh, for mm. my, my bachelor's. I didn't so what is there, a Buckeye? I, uh, exactly. <laughs> He's still figuring that so, out. I know. Yeah. Everybody is, right? And so then I went. I'm pretty uh, sure that's the butthole. Like, halfway, the, like the starfish butthole <laughs> sign. Oh, they they that's a Buckeye. They hate him. They hate him on OHIO. It's the Buffalo's butthole, bro. Went to These elk are fucking this butthole. The fucking, elk no, that's, the, what the, that's what the elk has on. The old elk is a buckeye, bro. <laughs> it's a buckeye, bro. So then I went to um, I went to Long Beach buckeye. State, finished up my uh, my master's or my uh, bachelor's there. This tastes like ass. Now <laughs> it tastes like it, bro. It tastes like buckeye. Ass. The more I'm drinking it, it tastes like yeah, ass. I, I gotta. I'm letting it sit for a minute. And then, um, and sorry, then us Trojans my, aren't letting you talk no, no, about Ohio okay. State, dog. That's all good. So Ohio that's State called respect, bro. Like, we don't want to hear this bullshit right now. And then I went to New Mexico State for my master's. So. Um, yeah, I had a couple uh, good college experiences there. You so went from Ohio to someplace worse, I New Mexico. Was, no, nothing wrong with New Mexico, man. It's in the, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. But Las Cruces, New Mexico, what's up? But uh, isn't that a great place? I'm great pretty time, sure it's the DUI people. capital of the country. It might be. Yeah, yeah. great. Well, time, but great I can't let there. you get away with that tone. You buried the lead on that because he, yeah. he said slightly that he had some decent college times. I forget how you worded it right great, now. Great college if, times. For there. everybody listening who knows Tony, and probably a lot of you do, <laughs> that's the only reason you're following this is for Tony. <laughs> uh, you know. Tony is the type of dude who didn't just have a, a decent time yeah, anywhere. Blast, you know, man. he brought he brought the freaking time. <laughs> we were time. right next to Juarez. You know, we had parties like crazy. We went over to Juarez, Mexico and party, which I didn't realize how dangerous it was when I was going there. <laughs> now I do. Tony, was, this is bullshit. You're fucking nuts. lying, bro. I'm not the lying. The only reason you went to New Mexico is because you're allergic to cold and you had to leave Ohio. I had to leave Let's Ohio be real. for a few different reasons, but it was expensive. A lot of stuff going on. But Long you're, Beach State was great. You were New allergic to cold, bro. Yeah, I remember. I, I survived it for a year and a half. <laughs> you survived it. I survived it. <laughs> Warm coats. You guys remember that scene, the Will Smith scene, where he he blows up from an allergic reaction and like his face is all fucked up? That's how Tony looks when he that's, goes to the cold what, weather. That's what happens my yeah. face. I Literally learned, like that. I learned when I was 20 years old or 19 years old when I went skiing with a bunch of friends. Uh, long story short, fell down in the ice because uh, I'm always hot. And that's the problem with this allergic reaction that I have. Always hot. My boy I'm hot runs right now. hot, baby. My boy and so runs then, hot. Anyway, I went skiing. I was like, this is that Mountain High, which if you guys aren't from California, Mountain High is like not a true ski place. They, I think they make, do they make the snow down there or yeah, something? Yeah, a lot of yeah. times they do. A lot of times it's fake snow or whatever it is. Anyway, 20 years ago plus, I go down the mountain, uh, fall, because I don't know how to damn, I don't know how to ski at all. This is the only time, second time I've only been skiing. This now, is the first you're time. only the second black man to That's try skiing. Gonna, it's because you're black, be. right? I might, yeah. might be, but I think I saw a few brothers They don't there. make but black people to, It's skis. hard to see because, you know, everybody got goggles and masks on, so how do you know who's what, right? Yeah. And so I go down the mountain. We I, tint that for white people. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, you know, know if they are brothers, technically. Like, They're more like Carlton's, probably, <laughs> that you Oh, yeah, yeah, Carlton might be the guy that does that. But So anyway, I went down the hill, face first. Planted, uh, got up, walked down the rest of the way, and get down to the bottom of the hill. All my friends are looking at me like they don't recognize me, and they go, "What is wrong with your face?" I'm like, "What's wrong with my face?" They're like, "You got to go look in the mirror." And I looked like Hitch when he had that allergic reaction, That's or whatever the that Hitch. was. Damn. Good shit. Yeah, Hitch. And so it was just puffy, puffy, puffy. I thought it was a one-time thing. Fast forward, I moved to Ohio shortly after that. Um, walking down campus, and it was snowing that day. And again, I always run hot. No big deal. Get to the middle of campus. Go to my class. It's like the, I mean, I go to whatever class I was starting at that time in the winter. And uh, yeah, I'm like, wait, my face feels weird. Uh, something's wrong. And I go and look in the mirror. Same thing. I look like trash. And I'm like, all right, 
I'm not going to class looking like this. I have to figure out how to thaw out. So pretty much put warm water on my face. It goes down. And anyway, throughout the years, I realized that I have an allergic reaction to cold weather, very cold weather. Uh, and yeah, I could die from it. Apparently I can go into shock and die. Tony, so, yeah. did you Damn, ever put bro. ice directly on your dick? <laughs> no. To make it swell. It yeah. only happens on my hands, face, and that's about it. Like that's hands a and fucking yeah, tragedy that your yeah. dick won't swell like that. No, it won't swell up. No, no, no. It's only been, on Cassie's birthday does he do that to you. <laughs> it's been in enough cold pools that I know that it still shrivels like everybody else's. It still gets, it goes back in like a turtle. So, um. But yeah, anyway, enough about me. I just want to make sure that you guys didn't think this was just a Trojan show. No, right? but that's crazy. So. <laughs> that, there's some synergy there because you got that allergic reaction. Peter had an allergic reaction when he was in college, too. Um, I think if I'm not getting this right, Peter, you, I think you, you fucking better like I just think, think about what you're going to say. right I, now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you're, you had some allergic reaction where like like the girls just kind of repelled from you for some reason. <laughs> that is college, bro. that was like, high school. bro. Oh, is that high school? Yeah. OK, because in college I was Fucking uh, bro. Is that yeah. <laughs> College, he was a problem. <laughs> I, I better be around there. I don't remember all that. Lots bro. of dudes remember me from college. <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, that sounds about right. We got to get Celso on the uh, podcast. That's Peter's <laughs> oh old. Oh, my God. Yeah. So oh, he's my roommate yeah. from uh, yeah. from college, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love I he's going to debunk this myth right here. I love that. Too. Oh, get him be great on the to podcast. have him on and talk, and talk about uh, Peter. He caught me jerking off one time in, in our fucking hotel, in our oh, apartment. Who hasn't, Peter? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, good. And I tried to play it off like he he and he was straight up with it. He's like, "Hey man, is it jerk off time?" And I was like, "Nah, nah, bro." Nah, nah. And like I had the shit like laid out. This is like before like internet and shit. Like I had the shit laid out, and he like caught me red handed. And I was like, oh, I tried man. to play it off like, "Nah, nah, nah." And he's like, "It was fucking jerk off time, bro. It's it's cool. It's oh cool. man, that reminds me. You know, Peter and I were big on on uh, stand up comedy when we were young, especially watching all the specials and stuff. Yeah. So you remember that Martin Lawrence's stand up comedy when Fuck he does yeah. that whole uh, oh, skit yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. about whacking off when oh, your yeah. wife leaves and you're real into it and you yeah, put the funny. whole thing out. Oh, yeah. Dude, that shit. So and Peter is crazy because we I learned uh, I think on the first or second episode that he's never been to a comedy show before, so we have to fix that. Yeah, I've never been to a live the live one. Show. Oh, yeah. we got to go to Oxnard Levity Live. I go yeah. there all the time. Yeah, I told yeah. him like, we got to go somewhere. You know, yeah. I feel like because I'm funnier than most of the dudes up there. You know, you no. could be. Yeah. yeah. But and all the women. So then let's for go sure. to amateur it takes night. practice. You go up there and then we uh we watch you and we laugh at you. So yeah, we've absolutely. talked about that before that uh <laughs> Tony had to do what, two minutes? Uh, I had to do three minutes. Three minutes of they gave, live. They gave, me, they gave me five. He I did, did open mic for three minutes, dude. Mm. That's ballsy. Three minutes, man. Yeah. Did you just start dancing on him, Tony? No, no. <laughs> he literally know. rubbed ice Nobody on his dick to... right before he went up there. Yeah, I put ice all over my face and just yeah. watched my face puff up. No, it, yeah. it just I cracked some jokes and had a good time with it. They didn't all land, but it was good enough where the guy was like, hey, come back for another amateur night. And I didn't. No, but shout out to Oxnard Levity Live. I just saw Marlon Wayne's there. I've seen uh, a number of good guys. Yeah, it's a great place. It's a great place. place. Fun little night to go to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's cool. Well, let's get into the topic here. So, uh, well, what you, well, let's let's rate this whiskey. I think we've had enough now to where we oh, can rate so it. I, I saw I your need, face when you were drinking it. So yeah, that, no, that I were, I finished that that um, got to the bottom. I finished that neat drink. And oh, okay. I did not like it, but okay. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna so try pour, it on the rocks. pour some on the rocks, and we'll get to it in about ten minutes or yeah, so. Yeah, I got a little. All right, so right now. the first question that we're gonna the the topic we're gonna get into today is should kids be made? I don't want to say the word forced, but you know, persuaded or guided. Whatever you want to put in there, aside from forced to hug friends and family members. Uh, so when you when you go out to whatever kind of functions that you have, or you have people over, family, grandma, aunties, things like that, uncles, 
Uh, do you, little kids or older kids, do you make them or tell them, hey, give auntie a hug before she goes. Give grandma a hug before she goes. And do you feel or like any it's kind of affection, right? Be, or any kind yeah. of affection, right? Do you, do you, but mostly like physical touching, like yeah. hugging, Hug, not just kiss. Wave. See you. Yeah. Peace out, grandma. Don't like a minimum of a fist bump or something. Yeah, yeah, Give something. grandma a hug, kiss on the so, lips. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah, anyway, tell, yeah, whoever wants to start, tell me your, your opinion on wild. that. What do you, what do you think? About. I, I say fuck yeah. I mean, okay. I guess I guess come from a parenting style where like I I feel like I need to instill in the children what I feel that they should be comfortable with because they they don't necessarily know. And a lot of kids are just going to be naturally shy mm-hmm. and standoffish. Right. They only know their parents. And I don't want to – I just – my natural parenting style is I don't want to like feed into that and make them think that that's okay, that they can just be standoffish. And that's just their natural reaction and understood. Maybe it's a good reaction. You don't want them to, to feel really open with strangers necessarily. But yeah. if I am telling them that this person is somebody that they need to feel open with and safe around, then I want them to feel that and, and experience that. And I think I have to somewhat make them – open that part of them up and be like, Hey, look at hug this person or fist bump them, depending on what the interaction right, is. I right. probably, I wouldn't ever go as far as you need to kiss somebody on the lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go that far yeah, with anybody, yeah. mm-hmm. but, um, a hug for sure. Like if it's grandma or, or, you know, I call my dad top pop. They call my kids home top pop. I give top pop a hug. Absolutely. And there's no option to it. And, you know, at first it might be like a little no, but then once they get used to it and they, this is a safe person, this is in my inner circle. I think that's, it's building something in them of like, okay, this is a person in the circle of trust right, that you right. should be. So I want to dictate that to my kids and who is in that circle. And that's a way to do it in my opinion, okay. you know, while also not allowing them to retreat and saying that's okay, that they're retreating. Yeah. Retreat from the right people, but not from these people. So that's kind of where Got I stand. It. Okay. And how, how do you teach them who are the right people and who are the wrong people? So like, I understand that you're saying like, okay, from, if I'm telling you that that's okay, I understand that. Yeah. But then how do you teach them outside of that circle who's the right person, who's the wrong person? Yeah. So I think I think it's really that. I think my parenting style may be more authoritarian than most possibly. I don't want to make myself seem like a complete asshole. But, but in that, I try to teach my kids like, hey, if daddy's telling you to do something, this is good for you. I'm here. I tell my kids all the time, like, I'm – my job – is to protect you and teach you about life and what is right and what is wrong. So if I'm telling you to do this, this is good for you. You need to do it. But I, at the same time, I would instruct them, you don't just go hugging anybody. You know, mm. If I tell you or mommy tells you, then that's somebody that you can trust. Or Otherwise, Introducing you to somebody, this is such and such. And absolutely. That there's somebody you can trust because you're introducing absolutely. them to them. Yeah, yeah, this is Uncle Peter. Give Uncle Peter a hug. He's coming over. Make sure you, 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 you greet him with a hug. Right. That type of thing. Right. right. Um, Tony, just fist bump Tony. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, just joking. Just give him that one head yeah. nod. Like, Tony's nah. always got that cold, Go. swollen dick Go. in his pants. Like, I don't know why he's, he's like, like, right, Uncle Tony, just I'll holler at you. If it's cold outside, mean. stay away from Uncle <laughs> Tony. You know what? That might be, that might be yeah, contagious. You know, there's uh, snow on the tips, yeah. baby. It might, it might be. It, it might be like a crazy person anyway. But no, that's but, not, but, that's not Uncle Tony. But, you know, that's how I think about it. You know, I, I, I guess I'm just a little bit more, I guess, hard-edged with the children to, to be like um, – you know, do what I'm, what I say to do, yeah. you know, kind of type of thing. And I've got your best interest at heart. And so I don't give them as much wiggle room. Got that type of Can stuff. I ask yeah. you a hard question? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the statistics show that a lot of abuse 
especially with kids, happens from people who the kids know. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. so when you, when you say that you are the authority and like, hey, daddy says that this person is safe. And maybe you don't know what's safe with that kid. And the kid's saying, I don't want to hug this person. How do you go with that? Where it's like, no, it's my authority to tell you it's okay to hug this person. Whereas maybe they have a different experience and they don't know how to say that. This is a really hard question. But so I would say, say that like, because I you mean had, like something's happened with that person and them where they don't feel comfortable hugging them anymore? It doesn't even have to be abuse, right? It, mm-hmm. it could be like, this person makes me uncomfortable and I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. And my daddy's telling me that it's safe. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I I have friends that have talked to me about this where their abusers were were family members, mm-hmm. people right. that they knew, family friends, very close family friends. And that's where I want to put the onus or the authority on the kid and be like, I'm in charge of my body. I don't want them touching me or, or I don't want to go give them affection because of this. And, and for me, I don't want to put my authority on top of that because it's not that I'm like saying, Oh, I don't, because I don't know that my child was going through something or maybe something happened, but I'm just saying at what point, how do you discern where your authority stops and the kid's authority over their body stops. And what, and what age? Uh, is yeah, I would that? say I would okay. exactly. Tony, Tony hit on it. To me, it's when they get to a certain age where now I don't know everything that's happening with them. Yeah, you know, with my six and three year old, I know everything that's happening with them. Yeah, you, know, you're with you them guys know. You guys have kids yeah. the exact same age. You know what what's happening. You know, while they're under our roofs. You know, we've got some different living situations. All of us, uh, all of us, a little bit unique. But for the most part, you know, with my two, um, they're with me 24-7, you know, or with my wife. I know who they're interacting with, when they're interacting with, where they're interacting with them. And so the people that I would say you need to hug, I know that there's nothing bad happening in that relationship because I know where that is. Now, when my son or daughter is 11 or 9, maybe, depending on the maturity of the of the child, if they're then telling me, they're giving me signs or maybe outright telling me, of course, it's all communication. You have to have a good enough relationship with your kid where they feel open enough to tell you that right. they feel uncomfortable about something. Of course. You know? So it's not so authoritarian. It's like, do it or else, you son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, 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 it's. Give him a damn hug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it, you have enough rapport with your child where it's that there's something else happening and now I don't know what's happening in every day of their life because I give them more freedom and, and distance from me based on their age then I'm going to listen to them. Then you got to listen to them. But at the age where I guess my mind thought we were talking about the question without you even saying it at the, at the younger age, I kind of know where, where they are. And I think at that point, that's how I discern. Yeah. I think once they get, once they get to a certain age, it's, it's, it's a little bit different because they Mm -hmm. either know that, Hey, I'm going to give auntie, grandma, uncle a hug because we've instilled that in them them for so long. And they're trusting of those people. And those people Uh, have proven to be who I said they were. I think, I think, yeah, it's more, we're more talking about younger kids. I'd say seven and younger or something like that. Maybe. But, um, so Peter, so to your point, is is that something that you feel since you asked the question, do you feel that way about 
uh, with your kids? Like you want them to have the more of a choice of that or what, what are you, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Um, I have, my son is very sensitive. My daughter is extremely affectionate. Mm-hmm. She's okay. like me. Her love language is physical it's touch like for yeah. sure. Yeah. Cause you're a huge hugger. Yeah. I'm yeah. a huge hugger. Mm-hmm. I, I give kisses on the cheeks. Um, get off me, Pete. Yeah. yeah. Like, like my, my, my grandma was like that. My grandma would literally sniff your entire face while kissing you on both cheeks. And that's how I am. I'm a very, very physical and affectionate person. My daughter's exactly like that. So part of me is like, well, as a girl, I have to protect her from certain things. Of course. Mm -hmm. One, Mm -hmm. but also for my son, who is very much not affectionate, has a very hard time saying, I love you or any kind of, um, affection statements. I want to put him in charge of his body so that he's comfortable because I'm coming from a place of, I feel the way I feel. I want to give everybody a hug when I get in the house, when I leave the house, yeah. during the house, during the part, whatever. I, I want to give a physical <laughs> affection he's all the hugger. time. Yeah. He doesn't feel that way. And I don't understand that. I don't understand how yeah. it feels. So when he, when I've had I've had the experience, Gabriel, of when I leave my grand my parents' house. My parents watch my son every day. Um, they pick him up from school. They watch him every day, and I have I've had the experience of my son not wanting to give a hug or a high five um, or any kind of physical affection when we exit the house, and. I see him being so uncomfortable with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to him about, hey, we have to at least verbalize that we appreciate you watching us. We appreciate you feeding us. We appreciate you loving us. We appreciate you doing this in a verbal way. So say, thank you, Oma. Thank you, Opa. Thank you for watching me. I really appreciate it. I love you guys. I love you. Yeah. But if you're not comfortable physically showing affection in any way, that's up to you because you're in charge of your body. You know how you feel. And I can't put that authority over you just because I think that Oma might be offended. Or I think that you should show Oma more love physically uh, than that. Right. And so for my son, I it's all about teaching, right? It's all about showing the kids the way. So I feel like I'm showing my son... You have autonomy over your body and who you share your body with. And you have faith he's going to eventually be like, I'm going to hug the shit out of Oma and Opa. Yes. Or if he doesn't want to because he's not an affectionate person, then he knows that daddy respects that. And daddy will say, I support you, brother. Whatever you want to do. He has a hard time hugging me. And giving me affection mm, okay. in the morning, in the evening, whatever. He is not built the same it's way not, I am. It's just not his thing. It's not his thing. Hands so off. Three feet. Give me, again, give me space. Give me space. We all have different kids. We all have different ways of raising. Yeah. We all have different <clears> – I think culturally we all have different perspectives too. Sure. Yeah. But I think that I had to learn because initially I was like you, Gabriel. I was like, no, man. He's got to fucking show Oma respect. Give her a hug. Hug her. Yeah. She just watched you and treated you. She fed you like mm-hmm. she loves you. Right. Show that respect back. And to me, that respect was physical affection because that's mm-hmm. how I communicate. Right. 
for him, it's not that way, bro. Yeah, but don't you think, because he's still really young. Yeah. Don't you think if had you kept it up in a positive way, that he may have overcome that and then been hugging Oman Opa by six years old? Or it could, or it could and go, be okay I, with it. Or it could go and be okay with it. I was always affectionate yeah. with him. My father is the most affectionate grandfather. Mm-hmm. We were all affectionate in my family with him the entire time, hmm. always. And just recently where it's become like, you could tell as he's becoming more of like a person, I guess is what mm-hmm. I would say. Um, you could tell that he's just not comfortable not with that. Thing. And so, so you're saying no he, matter he was hugging because you were kind of, everybody was like hugging him, making him hug. Yes. Yeah. But it's been recently that he's really trying to push away from that yes and he's well, then, verbal yeah. and he's verbalizing like like i'll be like hey man uh can i give you a hug good night and he'd be like no daddy i, I don't want to hug okay and I'd be like, okay but what if you just hugged him so if i hug him you up. can Ugh. feel him pull away oh, you feel it okay up. yeah so then you know he's, he's not he's very, comfortable he's very uncomfortable doing that hmm. and so it becomes a thing where it's like okay so i want you to be in control I want you to be in control of your body. You're in control of who touches you. You're in control of how you live your life. If you, and there are times when he comes up to me, he's like, daddy, I want to, I want to snuggle. I want to hug you. And there are times where he's okay. Hugging grandma and grandpa. Yeah. But most of the time he says no. And so my grand, my parents have a hard time with that because they're just like me. Of course. And so we, I have to really instill in them. It's like, hey, we have to respect that. And if he just wants to give you a high five, or as long as he verbalizes, I yeah. love you, thank you, all that stuff, we're okay. Because at the end of the day, when he grows up, he's going to have to determine who he lets into his personal space and who he doesn't, right? And so, and I love the way that you described how you are because when when i initially like thought about you i I don't want to say force but like you trying to get your children to persuading yeah persuading them to do it the way that you want it initially i was like ah man that's to me that feels wrong but the way that you described it makes sense well, it's and all I get your it. intentions behind your actions, absolutely. Yeah. Of and course. How you communicate it, absolutely. Of course. It's all, it's but it both, is forcing at the end bo- of the day. There's both yeah, sides of can, the coin, though. Like Peter yeah. was saying, if you, if you, I don't, like, again, I don't persuade your child too much, that could also have, that could backfire on them as well, right? They could, they could go, yeah, my dad made me hug and hug and hug, and now I'm just like, I never want to hug anybody else ever again in my life. Or I'm just going to be super reserved when I get to a certain age where my dad doesn't force me to do that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like you, you never know if they'll get accustomed to it and go, oh, now I'm a hugger because I've been hugging because my dad or, or mom or whoever has been telling me to hug for six years or more. Or, man, they forced me to hug all these years. I don't ever want to hug anybody ever again. Leave me alone. So it, it's kind of a hard balance. And, and, you know, I'll let you finish what you were saying. Go ahead. Well, I think that Gabriel's son and my son, they're, they're friends and they love hanging out with each other, love playing with each other, but they are very different very in different, the way yeah. that they react to the world, the way that they react to criticism, the way that they yeah. react. So I think that Gabriel's son, the way that he reacts to criticism is he kind of rises to the challenge and my son kind of shrinks away so far right now. Okay. Um, and so 
part of that is because of the way that we raised him initially. Part of that is because of the way that Gabby raised uh, Santos initially. But I think that a lot of that's or, natural, or the, though. I or mean, their personality. Your son, and, and a lot of it's natural. Your son has an amazing ability to be completely. Um, I, I'm losing the words because I'm on a bunch of whiskey, but completely <laughs> immune to peer pressure. And it's really, it's actually commendable for such a oh, young Oh, that's kid. 100% me, bro. You cannot yeah. convince your son to do, to do anything. Oh, okay. Even his dad, you, yeah. cannot get this kid. So there you go. And that's, uh, it's actually crazy. So that's why I was going to, I was going to comment. I have no idea because we're all creatures of our own experience, right? I have the kids that I have. Yeah. And so I've developed, I knew what I wanted to do and it's worked on my kids and great. Yeah. But I have no idea what I would have done if I had your son so, as my son, right? So, so saying that, it sounds like. I don't know what I would have ended up done if I, if I witnessed the way you witness it, where I go to hug him and it's like, I can feel he's uncomfortable yeah. with it. I, I honestly don't know. I would have to figure it out in the moment. And you're and, saying. And, and, and over time. And you what know? you just said was that you guys know him so well that he, uh. He's not going to be persuaded to do anything that he doesn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So Peter goes, hey, hug, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss. He's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. So, yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, okay, let's let's go there. So it's Say funny bye. because I, w- I was in Solving uh, a couple years ago, and I met an old college buddy. And my college buddy was in uh, fraternities, right? And so I actually went to junior high school with this guy. And then we met up again in college at USC, and he there really you go. wanted the USC again. Yeah, See, USC yeah, baby. Every time they can bring it up, they I just bring gotta it up. drop it. Jesus. Um, and then Ohio State. He baby. really he. So once we once we met up again <laughs> at, at at college, he really wanted me to rush his fraternity. So we were the same age. He was in a fraternity. I was not a fraternity guy, but he mm-hmm. really wanted me to rush the fraternity. And I was like, Nah, I'm good. You know, and then he invited me to a party. I go to the party, and everybody's trying to convince me to, to rush this for training. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I man. remember this. Man. And and I saw him two years ago in Solvang. Uh, I was there with my wife, and we saw him at a bar randomly. Of course, and he was the yeah, frat guy. Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> you know, of the, that, give me some more. He was that, like, uh, you know, the uh, thing that I remember there. about Peter. Uh, either one doesn't matter. Yeah, he was like, you know, the thing that I remember about Peter, and he was talking to my wife. He's like. Peter was never, ever convinced to do anything that he didn't want to do. He was his own person. Even if it was everyone was doing it, it was a cool thing to do. If Peter didn't want to do it, he stood firm. He's like, I remember that from junior high school. Peter would do that. I remember that from college. Peter would do that. I were like, And I didn't even realize that about myself. But when he said that, I was like... Oh yeah, that's kind of true. Like yeah. I, if I don't want to do it, I'm like fuck you. I don't care. Like I don't care. Ninety nine percent of the people are doing this. If I don't want to do it, I'm like fuck you. I'm not going to do it. Right. My son is that exact way. There you go. And he doesn't care if like w- all of his friends could be playing a game, and he just he's sitting there folding <laughs> his arms like I ain't going. On I ain't right. playing. Yeah. I ain't no, doing his that resiliency shit. and who he is is pretty amazing yeah. for his age. That's great. Yeah, it's great. Whereas I feel sense, like yeah. most kids his age are very moldable. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. He can't be molded. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's to, crazy. So, that. I yeah. feel like as a parent, I have to roll with that. Yeah. And I feel like, Gabby, maybe you're rolling with like, okay, I'm seeing my kid and and he's a little bit more moldable. I could I could definitely shape this kid to where he's like a crazy good athlete and he's doing this and he's doing that. And you see that and you're like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna direct this kid where I want him to go and your kid responds. Well, I mean, my kid doesn't respond to that. Yeah. And he does, but he doesn't respond like, you know, I would hope that he would, you know, he doesn't do, 
he doesn't have the same interest that I would like have molded him in my mind to have. And we're like, you know, and they're still young and he's still young, but, but you know, you love him and you, I adjust and I try to figure it out. Absolutely. And which I would have to do if your son was my son too. So it's, it's just interesting. The different experiences. I just think this is such a great forum for this discussion for dads to be able to compare and contrast. Like Peter and I grew up very similar circumstances Similar good families. Yeah. We, we had uni- unique uh, things happen to us in our lives, but, you know, same middle class and same towns and, 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 you know, similar thought processes. We're actually, well, I mean, obviously best friends and, and, and yet we've come to different parenting styles based on experience and based on who our kids are, based on who our spouses are. Partners. It's all very yeah. interesting. Because some, you know? some kids you can't, I mean, the kids are totally different. Like you said, your son might be way different than your daughter is, right, Peter? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, my kids you know, are polar, and my kids are very similar uh, in certain ways. Uh, the craziness is definitely similar. But when it comes to, <laughs> we'll stay on the topic. They're that both we're tall about. as fuck too. They're both yeah. tall yeah. As be ballers, and bro. the third one is right, right behind him. He's going to be mm-hmm. huge too, but mm-hmm. uh, he's not doing too much right now. Just hanging out. But uh, when it comes to affection, because that's the topic we're kind of talking about. They are both very affectionate kids, but to the people that they want to be affectionate to, right? So mm-hmm. they're obviously very affectionate at home. Me, my wife, uh, their, their brother and sisters, um, they love each, they love all that. But when it comes to people that they, you know, somebody that might be close in my life, right? But they haven't met before, they meet uh, sporadically. And I'm like, hey, this is uncle such and such. This is auntie, whatever. Um, or, or someone they may see every six months. They're like, who's that? And they may freeze up a little bit, right? But for me, I'm kind of on both sides of it. Like I'm always, I'm always like, okay, give them a hug, say bye. Now if they don't want to do that. That's okay. But they're not just going to not do anything, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like a respect thing, especially when you're talking about elders, which everybody's older than my kids, right? And it's somebody that, like to Gabby's point, somebody that I know, I trust. I'm telling you, or your mother is telling you, we trust this person. Please give them a hug. They helped us for whatever. They invited us to this party, whatever it may be, right? Uh, we've known this person long enough. And have gone enough, had enough experiences with this person to know that they're a good person. Go ahead and give them a hug. If you don't want to give them a hug, that's okay. Give them knuckles. Give them high five. Say bye. Be polite. Something. Some kind some of form. Some type of form to say something that is thank you for whatever it would, was. Thank you for watching me. Thank you for the party. Thank you for whatever, right? Thank you for the, the dinner, whatever it may be. Because I look at that as a respect thing, right? And so when the kids shy away and they get a little bit... I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to, you know, and they hide behind me, like my, behind my leg. It's a natural kid thing. It's a natural thing. And that's okay. I'm not snatching them up going, all right, you say bye. And I'm not, I'm not that type of parent, but Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, Hey, all right, could you just please give them a wave then and say, thank you. And they say, thank you. You know, that's okay. I'll take that because I know that that's a baby step toward that. Um, But I, but I don't want them to just blatantly just walk off. I don't want them to get a present from somebody and not say thank you. I don't want them to to, to somebody a mother in law, grandma, whoever, watch them for the whole evening or the weekend or whatever, and they don't say thanks for watching us. Um, bare minimum, say that. You don't have to give them a big old hug. You ain't got to kiss them on the lips. You ain't got to do all that, but do that. And, and like I said, it's hard. It's it's different because they're so affectionate with us at home, right? Very affectionate. I mean, jumping on us all the time, hugging us all the time. Uh, kissing us when they want to, you know, very affectionate with with me and my wife. But it's different when we see them out in public, especially around big groups of people, uh, people that, you know, they haven't seen in a long period of time. So it's interesting to see that because sometimes my kids are never in their shell. Yeah. They're always out 
they seem like it to me because I'm with them 90% of the time, sure. right? Aside from the time that they're in school, they're all very outgoing. I'm with them, so they're children. all yeah, outgoing. Absolutely. And so when Great I see personalities. them, yeah. And so when I see them go to somewhere, even if it's a party, and they break out of their shell with some of the kids, or they have a good time, and then it's time to go and say our goodbyes to people, and hey, say bye to such and such, and they freeze up. I go, who's this? Like, every, who's this kid, almost every kid does. Like, the kid who does doesn't is the abnormal. It's way kid. outgoing, right? right. Yeah. But it's just it's just an interesting thing because I'm I'm not used to seeing that side of them, and then when I see it, I go, oh yeah. I gotta remember you're you're six. I gotta remember you're three. Yeah, like you don't know that person. You've only met them, even though I know this person. I've known them for twenty yeah. years. You've met them twice, maybe. Well, again, yeah, so it's, it's all in the presentation. I, yeah. So I, I kind of want. I feel like the need to. So the way I'll give you an example of how I did one. So my yeah. daughter, who's three, um, you know, we had a um, a New Year's party at my house, and you know, I had some certain family over. And unfortunately, like some of my aunts and uncles who I grew up with seeing all the time, you know, they don't, I don't, my kids don't get to see them as much as I did. Uh-huh. Um, but they, you know, some of them were over and my, you know, my godmother was over, uh, my Nina and, um, you know, we're leaving or, or arriving. I can't even remember. And Zozo, who's my daughter, she was on my leg and, um, you know, she kind of gets kind of shy that way. And so I said, come on, let's go, go g- give your Nina a hug, you know? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. And so I said, okay, I'll go with you. And so I, I right. kind of get down to her level. I say, hey, this is, this is, this is our Nina. This is, you know, somebody we want to give a hug to make her feel good. And so then I kind of go over there with her, and I give my Nina a hug, and she kind of is just on my leg. So that's what I mean by making give a hug. Gotcha. Like I don't, I don't like open her arms and eh, you gotta <laughs> grab her, and you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. But I showing her that this is a safe environment, and you need yeah. to go do it. And I just my experience with the kids is that they then will, the next time they'll be, instead of grabbing my leg, they're in front of me. Yeah. And maybe they just kind of put their cheek on, on the leg, you know, yeah. or, think, you know, and then yeah. eventually it gets, becomes more and more. Yeah. It makes you know? sense. And yeah. I think it's important the way that we display it to them as well, because I think if you're showing them that, you know, we're trusting of certain people and there's certain people we're not right. That's also mm-hmm. showing them that stranger danger thing that they learn in school. Right. Absolutely. And they learn everywhere else. You don't want them going up hugging everybody. Of course. Because who is that you hugged at the park over there? I'm sitting over here. What the who are you hugging? You know what I mean? Whether, Imagine I mean, having one of those kids who's yeah, just yeah. like going to hey, talk to anybody. Yeah, oh yeah, my, my god, daughter, dude. That my guy's got like a puppy that. over there. Yeah, Dad, I'm gonna right? go see it. No, you're not, yeah. you know. And so, like, I'll give you a, a quick uh, situation that my wife told me about. They were at the park with a group of uh, parents that uh my son's uh, from my son's class. So a couple of them met at the park and so a bunch of six year old kids and their parents, right? I, I didn't get to go because I was working. And so they were there and I guess there was a child there who was a little bit older, maybe around ten or something like that, and he was playing with them. He or she was playing with the child. And then they said Or they or whatever it is. Whatever it might be now. Zim. And so Zim. they uh so that that child, that ten year old, eleven year old child was playing and be having a good time with the six-year-old kids, group of kids that we all knew and trusted, and the parents we all knew and trusted, and then that ten-year-old kid who nobody knew was by themselves. They're like, "Where's your parent?" You know, but nobody was really talking to him. They're just like, "Oh, the kid's cool. He's having a good time." So I guess at, at, at some point, the kid was like, "Hey, my mom's in the car over there. You want to go meet her?" And they're like, "Just a couple of six-year-olds like go meet your mom in the car. Like, why is your mom sitting in the car?" And I guess my my wife and a couple other moms had overheard that, and they said, "No, no, no, get over here! Yeah, You're not weird. going to the car, right? That's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, whose car? Well, who sits in the car? Like, you know." And it could have been just mom's Fucking tired, ten year old. You never know, right? Yeah. You know, people do what they do, but I'm yeah. just like, it's good to know that you, you don't want your kids 
going over there. We're going to the car to check oh, out somebody's sure. mom. And then you hear a car skirt off and there's two six-year-olds along with the ten. You know, yeah. could have been a... It's a, either a, a weirdo yeah. or the chillest motherfucking parents ever, dude. They, yeah. they got like a fucking you just never know. tailgate yeah. going. And they're, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're chilling there, drinking ever. a beer. They're yeah. just like, ah, oh, he's yeah. 10, he's fine. Yeah. He or she or they or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's a hard balance. But it sounds like we all kind of... You know, hit on our different points, and it's well, it's tough because every kid is different too. Every kid is different. We've talked about that before too, Peter. Well, every my two kids are different. My daughter is like me. She, like she will go up to anybody in any situation and yeah. say hello, give them a hug. Uh, she had no problem with like when we were Disneyland hugging all the characters, and my son was just like yeah. standing back. Uh, okay, when, and yeah. so when like even when we leave my parents' house, my parents watch both my kids every day. You know, I'll be like, all right, let's go. We're going to say our goodbyes, give hugs. Harlow, my daughter, will go give hugs, Ugh. kisses multiple times to both parents. Like, she yeah. she literally, she will initiate it. Yeah. Hugs, kisses, love you. Um, I love kissing you. I love hugging you. And my son is like, oh, my God, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't want to touch you. I don't want to, like, I'll barely yeah. say goodbye. Jeez. And I have to be like, no, man, say thank you. Say goodbye. Yeah. Say I love you. And like when I drop him off at school, I say, hey, Ben, I love you. Have a good day. Yeah. And he'll be like, okay. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't close the door. Got to say it back. Say I love you back. Yeah. And yeah. that's the only thing that I make my son do is I say, if I say I love you, you have to say I love you back. Yeah. That's the only thing I make him do. To you. Make- to me, uh, of course. Yeah. To me, or family members, like, yeah. my, or, or like, well, if that's we're just leaving, like, drawing, where you draw the line. Yeah, that's that's, that's my where line. it is. Yeah. Things, yeah, like that's so, your line. Whereas so like mine would physical, be, if I hug you, you better hug me, son. Yeah. So like you know? physical, yeah, you put some arms around. Yeah. Me. So I guess yeah, my yeah. line, my line is more physical autonomy over mm-hmm. his body. Mm-hmm. Whereas, but for that's crazy because you didn't treat women like that, right? I know, right? No, didn't mean no to you. I gotta stop having people that know me so well on the podcast. Get over here, girl. Give me a hug. Because yeah, we're already at you know an hour here, so we're gonna wrap this up. Are you turning into a pumpkin in an hour, Tony? No, no. We just we 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 try to keep it to an hour so that we can. uh, We find that our listeners uh, stop. They start hating our voice. at about an hour and five minutes. Yeah, I can understand with mine. Our fifteen listeners. My wife says I sound like my wife says I sound like Kermit, so I apologize to everybody yeah. on the you had to hear Kermit talk real, for part yeah, of an Chicano hour. Kermit. The, real quick Chicano before Kermit. we end Kermito. in this episode, Kermito. I wanna I did a poll uh earlier on our website. Remember everybody, Dad's Whiskey Cave at uh, Instagram there and then Tony, uh, who did you poll? We Dad's have a, Whiskey we Cave. We have a website? We have a we have a website, we have a IG, we have a Facebook. Come on, bro. You asked your mom. Stuff. So right? yeah, so we have the question was, should kids be made to hug family and friends? We have a split decision between yes and no. So there was three choices, yes, no, and it's the kid's choice. So yes and no both got 29% each, and it's the kid's choice was 43%. So hmm. yeah. uh, that's where kind of the So I was proven right. Well, I'm it's not sure how many the fallacy of that, the question and how it was presented. No, so I think I, I was proven right. <laughs> well, I, I had to put it on these polls. I have to do it in you know a very quick manner is only it only gives you so many yeah. uh, characters instagram is in. not like you know the scientific method yeah. so that's sure. why we we poll it and then we say hey you listen to the episode see what we think this is not holding up in a court of law <laughs> people can I, just want, I want that for the record please yeah put so, it in a journal. but i think that's a that's a good topic that we would definitely touch on um in future episodes and i think if people want to hear that you know let us know in the comments and everything there um but yeah other than that we're gonna wrap this episode up 
Uh, let's rate this old elk real quick. So, oh what shit, do you yeah, think? we didn't rate it. Yeah, so let's give it a quick rating. I, I give it a, like. Let's let, I give guests, it a, let's let our guests go first. Out of five, one out of five, you can do points too. Two right. Five, well, I understood five, you guys rated the monkey shoulder a two and a half or two or something yeah, like that. Probably go it, more yeah, it kept two. sliding. It kept so sliding down. I it think that sliding. it's it's better than monkey shoulder because monkey is. shoulder is nasty. It so is. if you guys said monkey shoulder was a two, I'll go with a a a two point one. Okay. Damn, Peter. So. I did not like Monkey Shoulder by the end of the episode, mm. but I did not have the visceral reaction that I had to this one when I drank it neat. Okay. I was shaking my head and being yeah, like, oh, you. Jesus. So I'm going to give it like a 1.8. Wow. All right. That's what uh, she said. Yeah, I did not. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. That's all I got. I'll, that's I'll all probably, I'm giving I'll you, girl. I'll probably be with Gabby. I think I, think I said Monkey Shoulder was 2.5. Five at that time, but it slid down to me definitely as I was drinking it. Probably two point one, two point two. So old ducks a little bit better. Two point four for me. So nice. Uh, it's a little oh, bit better than you. the monkey shoulder. Not as good as the uh, the other two that we tried on yeah. the other episode. So, um, but again, twenty eight dollars. It's not a horrible whiskey. Cut it with some uh, ginger ale. Throw it on the rocks. Maybe make an old fashioned out of it. Probably tastes all right. So guys, thanks so much for listening. Right. If you have a topic that you want to hear us discuss, bring up. Uh, do a survey about questions, uh, anything, questions, anything, bring it up on our Instagram, our Facebook or our website and uh, email it to us. Let us know what you're thinking, what you want to talk about. And we'll, uh, we'll (laughs) see. All right. Well, thank you again, Gabby. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate you. Welcome to the cave and uh, we'll talk to everybody else later. Cheers. Good night guys.